Hey. <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Real Talk with Real Tours about real things and real stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Your host, <laughs> your host, Kelsey and Brandy. Mm-hmm. And today, what are we talking about, Brand? We are talking about a couple different things. Basically, the 2023 market forecast, which, of course, nobody has the crystal ball that we always talk about. But we do have some information. We can look at history. We can look at graphs. We can l- look and see what all the smart people are saying. All those economists out there. Yeah. Housing economists. The smart people. There's a lot more <laughs> than you think there are. I'm always like, oh, these seven housing economists and then some of them we don't even know. Like, who's that? Haven't heard of them. But then there's really like 30 different. I don't even know. Right. Anyways, we're going to pay attention to what Keeping Current Matters is telling us. um, They kind of take information from it looks like about seven or eight economists, housing economists, Mm -hmm. main players in the game and look at what all their predictions are and tell us. So we can tell you. And I don't think we specifically have a graph to show you on the predictions of rates right now, but everybody's kind of saying they hope that it's going to stay right around the six, six and a half range for 2023. So we'll see. We'll see how that all shakes out. Yeah, because right now the feds are trying to, they are incrementally, uh, at least right now, raising rates in order to slow inflation, which in turn turn raises mortgage rates. Mm Mm-hmm. But it sounds like it's just not going to be as much movement next year as it was this last year. Right. If that makes dun, sense. Dun, dun, dun. Who knows? So we really we'll we really don't know. I mean, last year, this time, January of last year, we were saying, oh, my gosh, what if the rates get into the fives? <laughs> it's definitely going to be 5% by the end of the year. And then within like two months, it was over 5%. Mm-hmm. So yeah. with that being said, we really don't have a great prediction for mortgage rates next year. I would just, um, you know, hold on to hope there. <laughs> Exactly. And we can talk a little bit about what's happened in the past. So in 2021, nearly 6.9 million homes sold. In 2022? I'm sorry. No, in 2021. In 2022, 5.8 million. Ooh. In 2023, the prediction is 5.1 million. So that's about a 12%, about 12% fewer sales than 2022 than this year or last year. Yes. Um, And this is nationally. Yes, nationally speaking. So we will have fewer home sales. It will be a more balanced market. What I find really interesting is what we've talked about in the past is the fact that there's not a lot of sellers out there. We mm-hmm. still have a low, low inventory. Yep. So, but So there's not a lot of sellers, but there's also maybe not a lot of buyers. Not as many buyers as there have been. Right. Yeah. Right. So, I mean... Not that we want to get into the whole buying opportunity thing, but um, I don't know that there's been a time in history that I have heard about on any of the podcasts or things that I listen to where it has been like this, where the sellers aren't going to sell, most likely aren't going to sell because they have a 3% interest rate. Yep. <laughs> I, it's really an anomaly. Like this is the first housing shift where they we have this uh, variable mm-hmm. of low inventory. Yeah. It's like two cars that are riding towards each other. Who's going to ditch out first? No. <laughs> the buyers and the sellers. Yeah. <laughs> so with that being said, we have lost a lot of our buyers. And it, it felt like if you were a realtor, it felt like you were running, 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 and then just like hit a boulder. And, right. and it really slowed down 
all of a sudden we lost, I mean, I want to say 20% of buyers maybe fell out of the market when Mm -hmm. interest rates went up. But it is, with that being said, it more of a normal market. We were just not used to that for the last, in Chico, really since the fire. So 2019, 2020, 2021, and 2022 were fire hose markets. Right. And now we're just kind of back to pre-2019. Right. So it's still... Uh, you know, a great market, but you're right. We aren't running around like chickens with our heads, heads cut off trying mm-hmm. to figure out how our buyer is going to get into a home. And that's where that opportunity lies for that buyer because they aren't mm-hmm. going to be paying 20, 30, 40, $50,000 over asking. Right. Um, but it's, 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 I think with the fewer sales, it's interesting because if you look at our business alone, I mean, basically the net profit of the company was about the same as it was last year. Which means? Prices went up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it's just, the whole thing is a little bit um, baffling to me. Or it's it's just, it's almost like you're watching a movie and you're trying to figure out the end of it and you can't. <laughs> <laughs> like, or there's like a major twist coming yes, that you don't know like, about. Right, exactly. I so know. it's all so interesting. But at the end of the day, people that need to buy homes are going to. And people that need to sell homes are going to. Yep, so. exactly. So we're going to, to reiterate so far, see interest rates probably stay in the sixes, pro- probably below six and a half percent. We are going to see 12% less home sales next year than we did this year. So which probably in turn means maybe some realtors are going to be getting out of the business. Those who maybe don't sell as much are not going to be as motivated to continue on in this changed market. Mm-hmm. And what are we going to see for home prices? Well, it depends on who you ask, Kelsey. Mm. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> so there's, uh, what are there, seven? And I mean, so they asked realtor.com, which I find out is interesting because, I don't know, to me that it's kind of like asking a realtor. Um, NAR, I don't know what some of these other ones are, but NAR, Freddie Mac, Fannie Mae, and Zellman. And it's basically like 50-50. Realtor.com mm-hmm. thinks we're going to go up, five, appreciate 5%. Mm-hmm. And then Zellman thinks we're going to depreciate by 5% roughly, yeah. right? So there is there is a big spread there, a big difference. But the average of all seven forecasts from these players are 0.4%. Mm-hmm. So in other words, we're going to stay pretty dang level yeah. with where we're at right now. And I... That feels right to me. That feels like a yeah, correct it, prediction. It, yeah, it does. And it, it should happen. Yeah. It feels like we needed to have this correction. I think the longer that homes, certain homes specifically, that stay on the market longer, their prices are probably going to go down. But I also feel like sellers and us realtors aren't pricing correctly. Mm-hmm. We're still pricing high because mm-hmm. we're just not used to it. Not, not, ever, not all of them. We've, right. s- we've seen multiple offers on some properties. Yep. Mm-hmm. So everybody's just trying to get used to this. Everybody's trying to get used to it. And to be a realtor trying to explain to a seller who maybe hasn't even been following the market lately or, or what, mm-hmm. I don't know, but just trying to explain to them that their house isn't worth as much as what they thought it is or was, is really, really challenging. And you really have to be confident in what you're saying to present And that. on the other hand, explaining to a buyer that if a property is priced fairly, you can't go in under, you know, 40000 under asking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so true. It really just depends on how long it's been sitting on the market. Yeah, but when it comes to yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting balance. Yep. And um, 
I think that next in 2020, this year, 2023, people are going to get settle in, get yeah. used to it. Yep. This is the rate. Yep. Exactly. It's not going back. So if you do need have a big life change and you need to act on it, you know, as long as you can afford it, I think that's the right thing to do or whether you're buying or selling, you know, whether death, you divorce, out. marriage, babies, diploma. Is that it? I think those are the major life changes. Those are some major, major, major life changes. Yeah. Those are the people that are going to be selling. But so what, what do these predictions mean if you're a buyer? What, how does it, how is it applicable to you? If you're on the fence right now, should you buy next year? Yeah, you definitely have to feel comfortable about it. I think a lot of people are just worried about uncertainty and I think, and again, nobody really knows, but if you are going to stay in the property for yeah. longer than three to five years, I would say five years is really comfortable, then yes, you should buy it. You're going to yeah. kick yourself I know. <laughs> if five years later you didn't and prices have gone up. Yeah. But if prices have leveled, if they're still the same value... You've, you haven't, you've been, you have to pay to live somewhere. You have to pay to live somewhere. Exactly. Like you might as well be investing your money and paying yourself rather than paying somebody else's mortgage. Right. But it's highly unlikely that you would not have equity within five years. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, what I, the example I always use is people who bought in 2008 and the worst time in the highest market when you were living through that time you probably felt horrible about yourself for making that decision before the crash are still making money today on those same properties. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Yeah. No, real estate has historically been a great investment. So it's, you know, it's great because some people it's your home, you're making memories there, Mm -hmm. you're raising your kids there. So there's an emotional attachment as well, but it is also a great financial investment. Yeah. It definitely means more than it's more than just a piggy bank for people Mm -hmm. so that plays a large role in that decision what about for sellers what does it mean for sellers well it depends on where you're at in your life right I mean if you're if you have a three percent interest rate and you're comfortable in your home by all means stay Stay. there (laughs) (laughs) I would too yeah um but you know if you can't manage the yard or don't want to deal with the yard anymore. You know, Mm -hmm. I have some clients that are, don't want to be on acreage anymore. Mm -hmm. They want a smaller property. You just have to balance whether it's worth it to you. Yeah, absolutely. To, to downsize. And I think if you're a seller, have your realtor bring the stats to you. So that way you can really see what prices are doing in your local marketplace. Yeah. And, and, and price your home based off of that and, and based off of very, very recent comps and then just overall statistics of what prices are doing in your area. Exactly. No, that's, you need to make sure that you have all that information and talk to your lender. Yeah. You know, because there's all sorts of different options that is a whole nother episode yeah. um, in terms of what you can do and the, you know, adjustable rates are becoming popular mm-hmm. again. Um, so there's a lot of different options if you really want to move, but you're afraid to like, oh, I don't want to leave. I mean, that is nice. It's attractive to have that low rate. Right. Like I know. Hard to break up with. <laughs> it is hard to break up with. But you know what you could do? You could just say, I'm going to rent this out. Yeah. Or if you don't, 
well, if you don't owe anything, you're not worried about the rate, but yeah. you could always do an owner carry, Yeah, <laughs> you know, and make some money on the house yeah. if you own it free and clear. There's another way to make money in real yeah, estate. Yeah, right. But you could rent it if it's, it depends on the property. Mm -hmm. One with acreage is not probably as rentable as, you know, something standard three, two. Yeah. You could make some money from it if you just want to make a change. Yeah, as long absolutely. as you qualify for both properties, of course. Yeah, so that's why you want to talk to your lender about mm -hmm. that option or tapping into the equity or there's so many different things. A bridge loan if you didn't want to have to sell. There's yeah. lots of products out there. Yeah, so I would say for both buyer and seller, it, it really just depends on your situation yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> All right, do you have anything else? I don't think so. I hope that everybody has a fantastic 2023 and I look forward to doing more podcasts with you. Yeah, me too. Thanks. All right. Cool. Well, Thanks see you next time. <laughs> You're always laughing at the end because we never know what to say. <laughs> Wrap it up. Thanks for tuning in.